On this episode of Coffee with a Splash of Chaos, we have a mom-versation about being a stay-at-home midlife mom. It's a topic that's really near and dear and very sensitive and important to both of us. We discuss choice versus necessity of becoming a stay-at-home mom and how that has evolved for both of us. We discuss the elements that contribute to an actual diagnosis that's called stay-at-home mom depression. We go over the dreaded big question, and we may be dropping a few F-bombs. So bear with us. This episode is a little bit longer, but I promise you it's worth it. For those of you who are stay-at-home moms, hang in there and take note. We got your back, and we understand you. So sit back, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and join us. This is Coffee with a Splash of Chaos. drinks and the hottest chicks you'll get here. Okay, we are here and back with episode four. I am Chrissy. I'm Kim. And today we are going to be discussing a topic that is close to our hearts. It is stay-at-home mom midlife. What are we calling it? Stay-at-home midlife moms, I think, is what we're talking about. And the dynamics that go with being a stay-at-home mom in your near 50s. With older kids. With older kids. Yes. And some things in general about stay-at-home mom. But, um, yeah. Lots to say. (laughs) Lots to say. So I thought I would share an article that I found um, from a Cafe Mom contributor, and it's what everyone gets wrong about complaining stay-at-home moms. So this lady says, stay-at-home mom depression, the elephant in the room nobody talks about, which we will get to because it actually is a real thing. Um... It's a real diagnosis, which I did not even know. Did you know that? No, Stay-at-home mom depression is, is a, is a real legit thing. real thing now. But anyway, um, she says, I mean, how dare you complain after being gifted the opportunity to stay home and raise your own kids? But it's not that simple. Of course, we stay-at-home moms are being grateful to stay home and raise our young, but that's that it's literally all we become. No one talks about the isolation. No one talks about the loss of identity. No one talks about the loneliness. No one talks about losing your sense of self. No one talks about how you had to give up your career because it's cheaper for you to stay at home. No one talks about how you cry in the shower because your day might have been overwhelming. No one understands why you're tired. No one understands why you're irritable, why you need a mental break, why you're aggravated with your kids, why you've been home all day and your house may still be a wreck. No one understands why you just need five minutes with no one speaking or touching you. No one understands why you've lost your sex drive. No one understands why you've completely and utterly become exhausted. After all, you just sit at home all day. No one understands the feeling when you are told you don't have a quote-unquote real job. So she goes on to talk about stuff that we can address later. And I know a lot of these things for us pertain to like 
when your kids are little. Right. But some of the things that struck me that she talked about were things that we want to address today, which is like the isolation, the loneliness, sense of self. Um, and we have some other things that we're going to talk about. Um, so do you want to go into isolation slash loneliness and what that means for each of us? Or you know what? Why don't we just briefly, like you tell your quick story of how you came to be a stay-at-home mom oh, and where yeah. you're at in your life with it. And then I'll okay. do the same. So, uh, real quickly. Yeah. So I had this whole vision that I was going to be that, you know, superwoman, have it all job, mom, blah, 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 blah. And then we had five plus years of infertility and that changed for me, my entire outlook. And I knew that if we were lucky enough to have a child, um, hubby and I both agreed. I want, I wanted to stay home to raise my child and I got lucky that we got that we had her and that we were able to you know we made a lot of sacrifices in the five plus years trying to have her to um, get us put us in a position to stay home so I have been home for she's 16 so I've been home for 16 years I was a speech language pathologist for seven plus years before that um, and I've been a stay-at-home mom for the last 16 years. She's a high school junior. She will be leaving me in a year and a half. And then that's wah, where... Wah. Right. Oh. Um, and then that's where, you know, which we'll talk about too. That's where now we'll right. decide what comes after that. Yes. So my story's a little different. Um, I have three kiddos. Uh my daughter is a sophomore and my boys are in middle school. They just turned 12. And when I had my daughter, um, I did go back to work. I tried it for a year and absolutely hated it. And I also, so I was teaching and felt very um, torn because I felt like I couldn't be the kind of teacher that I wanted to be and also be the kind of mom that I wanted to be. So I kind of tinkered back and forth with taking a leave here and then taking leave there. And I took um, three years, yes, three years, because in my school district, then you could take up to four years family leave. So then I went back to work um, right before finding out that I was pregnant with my twins and that school year went back. And by the way, I do want to inject that I never had to do daycare. I was fortunate that I had family, Kimmy included in the beginning, my mom and my other sister. So I am very lucky in, in that small minority that have family. So going back to work, I did not have to deal with the issue of, well, I'm going to pay out as much as I make, whatever. Um, but then I found, okay, so I found out I was having twins and then was on medical, um, bed rest or whatever, um, mid school year. And at that point, knowing I was having twins, I was like, screw that. I'm not going back to work. I didn't want to, I didn't think I could and didn't want to work and raise twins and my daughter at the same time. So fast forward. In between those years, I would kind of get in a rut of feeling bored and or like restless or 
needing to feel like I needed to contribute financially. So I started to go back into early childhood work. <clears throat> then fast forward when we moved to Indiana and the boys were in elementary school. Again, I was home and feeling bored, insignificant. I need something to do. And so I started working again part-time. Then I opened up the preschool. Again, that was part-time. Fast forward, now we're here, and I found the perfect job last year that I absolutely loved. Um, Preschool teaching, it was part-time, it was ideal, it was perfect. I, again, didn't have to um, last year. This year, so last year was, I'm working because I want to work. This year, I didn't choose to stay home because I wanted to stay home. I had to stay home because of health reasons with the kids. So we kind of share similar in that we made decisions to stay at home. I sometimes made decisions because I got restless and bored. Anyway, so here we are, near 50, older kids. So we're not running around changing diapers. We're not running around picking up toys, putting babies in naps. Right. But we're still stay-at-home moms. Right. Do you do you feel lonely? Um, okay, so or I isolated. Do, yeah, like, I do feel like my story is different because I'm. I truly believe I'm a totally different mom because of what I had to go through to get to be a mom. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for five plus years, I literally didn't think I was going to be a mom. And that in and of itself totally changed me. So once I finally had her, like, that's all I really wanted. Like, I, that was like right. what I wanted. It's now that she's older. Yeah. So let's talk about yeah, being Because now, now like, like, you know, granted, I do, I'm president of the orchestra PTA at her school. Um, but that doesn't take, you know, that's not a huge time commitment per se. But there's not, you know, when you get to middle school and high school level, like, there isn't a lot of parental volunteer right. opportunities. Right. And they're fr- like, you're not doing quote play dates anymore right. and stuff. You know, their friends might be coming over, but their friends come over like, you don't see them. Right. So, and again, she's gone, you know, like she's gone longer stretches of time now. Like literally right now, I mean, there are days when she's, I drop her off at 7.15 in the morning and she's not home till 5, 5.30 because she's at rehearsals and stuff. So as she's gotten older, yeah, there's been more times that I felt like, okay, I'm a little alone here. I'll call up Puppy and be like, I'm lonely. Right. Like, talk to me. Cause it's, and it's funny because I would say that I'm like, I could say it either way, an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. So I like my alone time. I need alone time right and I crave that but then I also need that you know right. I need people time too so it's finding that balance and that, you know that's a huge part of like my pole fitness Lyra stuff that I've been doing because that's a new community of friends um that I've got so I will go you know I'll call one of them up we'll go out to lunch we'll do that you know I had two very close friends up th- like through her elementary ages that I uh lost with my cancer diagnosis and that was and those were two that like we did a lot of like we would go to coffee coffee weekly and do things like that all the time 
So were they also stay-at-home moms? Um, one was a stay-at-home mom. One was for a while, and she went back to work. But the the one that I was closest with was a stay-at-home mom of an only like I was too. So we were very right. connected. Because I and, find that it's harder now. Like in my network, minus you and maybe well, no, she actually started. Like all of my female friends, okay, all work. All work. What? Okay. Now they may work at home, but they still. But yeah. like so. You know, I see mom and dad. Yeah. I see you. Right. But there's not another female that I'm close yeah. to that I can pick up the phone on any given okay. moment and be like, do you want to go hook up for coffee yeah. right now? Do you want to go shopping together? Do you want to go have lunch? Okay. Now, that's not every time. Like, right. one gets off on Fridays, mm-hmm. They, it, but it takes a lot of extra planning. Right. So, for me, I do... Well, and again... Similar stories, but different stories. Like, because of my situation with my daughter and her schedule. Right. So, she doesn't go to school full time. And there's this window. I have, like, a three and a half hour window. Right. And it's a weird window because it's... I can't do anything in the morning that'll take too long. But I can't do anything in the afternoon. Right. So, it really limits me. And I feel like because of that situation... That leads yeah. to my feeling like stuck, right? Because like you're I'm feeling literally stuck. Because right? you're, you're, yeah, you are stuck on that right. small. It's like, yeah, you're stuck on that very small yeah. window of you time that doesn't yeah. give you the I, chance to truly be right. Do yeah, totally. So sense. it's like the isolation does yeah. kick in, and I think again for me talking about all of these different things, I think this year in particular is different right. because. Yes, I I would say that I'm suffering from stay-at-home mom depression right, right now because the isolation got really yes. bad this year. The loneliness yeah. and all those things are because in the sense of what am I doing, sense of purpose, which we'll get to. It's still going. Oh, I was like, <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like you know, in in conversation and stimuli. I'm not right. a big phone person. Right. I like to do in-person person. stuff. Right. Right, right, right. So like I, it's just, it's hard. Yeah. So I do that, that every day. It's like Groundhog Day, the movie. Right. It's like, okay. Yeah. Well, like, and I don't it. have time to even like, so I tried to decide, oh, maybe I'll do a little part-time job. But again, my window's right. so small. You're, yeah. So I can't do part-time job right now. Right now. With and even stuff, volunteer yeah. work. It's like, oh, well, again, they'll small. be like, oh, you could do the nine to 11 window. No, like that, that doesn't fit for me. You could do the 11 to one. Nope. That doesn't right. work for me either. So, like, I'm literally right, really in this little hole of, I can't yeah. do anything. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, just to touch upon the stay-at-home mom depression. Not yeah. that, I mean, I'm not legit, like, needing medication for depression. And it doesn't sound like you. Yeah. And I don't think I ever, when the kids were little, I don't think yeah. I felt that intensity. Cause, and I think it does help that you and I... So Kimmy and I lived yeah. five minutes apart right. for mo- well for the girls for the girls childhood, for Ch- sure. Yeah. Um, I had a little harder time with the Twinkies, but that was right. my own like I had to get used to taking right. out two babies at right. the same time. But well, and I think too, I think 
when you make, I think as a stay-at-home mom, it's going to be different too. When you make the choice and want to be a stay-at-home mom, right. and when you're forced to be a stay-at-home mom. Right. And I think it's easier, obviously, when the choice is yours to say, yes, this is what I want to do, that you don't. doesn't mean right. you still don't feel, you know, and that we can touch on too, where, you know, you're still allowed to feel all those things, but because you've chosen it, it's a little bit easier to deal with sometimes than a woman right. who has... Not did not want to be home at all, but but also I think though there is still a societal stigma oh. on stay-at-home moms. So even though the moms <laughs> that are choosing and are proud and take yes. ownership of it, all the articles I read and all the research I did, it's like women are still feeling this sense of I can't complain, right? Because how dare you complain that you you're tired or like because you're home all day, yes. like? And I even I find oh. like. I don't want to say anything around my working friends yes. about all the time. Anything to do with and put that when you like have, I didn't have time to right. whatever. And then when you have only, which I hate, yeah, this you only have one. What? Yeah, yeah. We'll wow. get to the big question. Yeah, we'll get to the big question. The big but, question. But that feeling of yeah, that I can't complain because I only have one yeah. and I get to be home. And it's like people, first of all, like don't realize what we did for her to right. get to stay. The sacrifices we made to be so that I could stay home, you know. And then again, it just you know, we can discuss later. It goes to the biggest question is like, why do you care? Why do you actually care right. what, what anybody yeah. else? Well, I think it goes with doing. that grass is greener. I think yeah. anyone that gives that much stay at home grass. mom shit is because. There's a part of them wishing Vision that they had that luxury. Yeah. And it is a luxury. I absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, of course, it's a luxury, yeah. it, especially to choose. Like, yes. it's not a luxury. If you, I mean, it's a luxury that you get to be with your kids. Right. But I can't speak to the daycare thing because, right. again, we were never in a financial situation. Thank God that we had to. Right. But, um, so, yeah. But, again, it's like we acknowledge the luxury. Right. And we're grateful. I think right. I'm giving my kiddos such a benefit yes but within that we still have feelings like we still feel contained and I was just going to this article it says that according to an analysis of over 60,000 women that stay at home they report having higher levels of worry sadness stress anger and depression more than employed moms and employed women without children right because I think you just valued Let's be real. It comes down to that. I it absolutely does. I saw this thing on Facebook. Absolutely does. Someone had posted it. And now i got to find it really quick. But it, it was so perfect about talking about this. It says, how can we empower women if our concept of an empowered woman is someone who has a career, is a CEO, is handling a business, and still limited this archetype? What about women who want to be housewives, to be mothers, to be caretakers? Do not devalue a woman because she dresses and acts different from you, or you think the, quote, size of her dreams is delimiting her to each her own. Love that. And I love that. Like, this I saw the other day, and I was like, that is exactly it. Why is it that just being a mom or just being a stay-at-home mom is somehow not important? Right. I will not, you know, this is what my hubby tells me all the time. He's like, your daughter, our daughter is who she is because you stayed home with her. Right. And she has told me that. She has told me time and again how grateful and glad she is that I'm home. And I'll, you know, we can talk about this at some point or now, whatever, too. Like, I will argue because people would be like, 
you know, they got that I was staying at home with only one child when she was little, even in elementary school, because she was little. But like, well, aren't you gonna go back to work when she's in high school? I will argue that my need to be home with her right now, yeah. when she gets home, is much greater on a whole different level than it was when she was little. Yeah. Like, and I not, you know, I'm not gonna apologize for that. I'm not gonna right. feel bad. Like, and I'm not gonna feel bad for being okay right now with being quote just a mom. Like, right. I take that, that. That's the one job I've wanted. Right. My whole life that I almost didn't get to have. So I'm like, yeah, right. I like this job. Yeah. And it is a job. It absolutely. But I think in um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, and being the. The convenience of being a stay-at-home mom for me right now is like, if someone's sick, I don't have to scramble. Yep. When there's doctor appointments, yep. I don't have to figure out on the calendar. Um, when things come up, it's it's a plethora. And like for me, obviously right now with all the different mental health issues that we are facing, especially in the beginning of the school year, you know, I chose and decided I needed to be home right. because I knew if I were right working, I basically would have probably been fired or right, had to right. resign. So there's convenience and power oh, in absolutely. having that freedom, but you know, and not to, to get all weird about the coronavirus, about but like there are families scrambling right. now because what do we do now? Right. And, and all across America, two weeks whereas life. I'm like, okay, like, yeah. thank God I don't have right. that issue. Right. I mean, that's a little side point, but, um, I want to go to the identity thing because tying into the luxury, um, somebody in one of these articles said, don't get me wrong. We are some lucky ladies. We're in a position where working or not working is an option. And that is a luxury I will never underestimate or take for granted. But that luxury comes with a price and the price is a piece of our own identity. So I want to talk about identity because I think we probably right. are different there too. Yeah. And again, I think it stems from your personal journey and right. story. Sure. To becoming a mom right. when you didn't think you were going to right. be able to exactly. is now like you being a mom right. is your identity, right. yes. which is so powerful yes. and so amazing. And I feel like not that I don't find power right. in identifying as a mom, but I think because for me, that journey to getting to mom, right. so maybe it's about I don't want to say not appreciating or taking for granted. I think it's just... But we're just... We're embracing the motherhood maybe differently. And I feel like that's the whole problem with judging people is you don't know anybody's story. And nor do you need to know anybody's story as to why they do or don't like being a stay-at-home mom. They do or don't like working. They do or don't like whatever it is. Like, yeah. So for me, like... I mean, yeah, I, I, before I had her, I was a speech path. I was, when we were up in Minnesota, I was like, before we moved back here, I was on my way to my uh, early childhood coordinator was like, basically grooming me to take over her mm-hmm. job. And I love, like, I loved it. But I'll be honest, I don't miss, like, I don't miss that now. Like, it was after all, and again, you know, when we first started trying, I was, Bound and determined I was going to be working right. and taking right. care of her. And do, but, like, it changed. It, that The journey that we had to get to her totally changed that. So I 
depth, like now, like I'm questioning, and we can, again, we'll get to that as she gets ready to go off to college, and in a sense, my role as the mom Meeting that be I've there been, for her. Yeah, yeah, will be different. Now I got to figure out, like, because then it be becomes good. not stay at home mom; it's yeah. like housewife. Yeah, and that's now, like right. another stigma, and then that's a whole other yeah. stigma. Yeah. And I know for myself at that point, I am going to need more because I still right. feel like while she's gone all day. There is still stuff I'm doing for her while she's at school and certainly when she's home. But she's going to be out of my house then. And so right. I know, and like I said, we'll touch on that. Like, I will need something then for myself. But that's because I'm choosing it, not because I, like, if I had the luxury and if I wasn't bored or whatever, I would right. be okay with it. Like, I don't judge a woman for being home without kids and not working. Oh, like, yeah. If it works for your family, Absolutely. like, you know, we tell this to our daughter all the time like no any decision we make it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks it's just decisions made between myself hubby and her and as long yeah. as the three of us are good with where we're at right. that's all that matters now that's hard See, when you're dealing with society but i want to say you are probably in that percentage that's that's lower of that like owning it embracing yeah. it because we're totally different So for me, I really feel the bottom line is I am, I am not ashamed of being a stay-at-home mom. I recognize the value in it, and I know in the depths of my soul, as does my hubby, what it has done for our children, what it has done for our family, what it has done for the sanity of our household I am CEO of of this crazy beautiful shit show. Um so there is no shame that I carry. I find that now it's the midlife mom phase. Um it's it's this unknowing and this unrest and this uncategorized season of my life where I have a high school student. I have two middle school students. Um, they're off at school and I am home. And I find myself questioning my purpose. What is my purpose now that I'm home here in this phase of their lives versus when they were little? And I feel that there is a societal um, misunderstanding, a societal um, undervalue of where we are at, this midlife stay-at-home mom. Well your kids aren't little, why are you still home? If they don't need you as much, why are you still home? Um, Now, my story is different because I had started working part-time last year and fell in love with a job and was feeling significantly better about 
who I was and my purpose and my role and my level of importance in society and how I was giving back and all those things that I had questioned and started to feel sad that I was missing were gone because I had a job and it was I could build my identity around this new job and this new role and it felt really good. And then I came to this past school year where because of health issues with all three of our children, I was forced to stay home. Well, I wasn't forced to stay home. I take that back. I chose to stay home to be here for the health of my children, which, yes, is so critical. And it was necessary and things would not have worked had I gone back to work. But now that we are in March and all of those facets that were so dark and so fucked up that forced me to realize I needed to stay home have calmed down significantly. And now I find myself twiddling my thumbs. (sighs) Now, I want to get at, and I am proud of the mom I am and that I made a choice to take care of my kids because of their needs this school year. But I will tell you, every year or into the second year, I go through cycles. And then I get into this, what's my purpose? Who am I outside of being the mom? I get bored. I feel a sense of devalue. One of the things I wanted to touch upon is um, going to the identity and the value and and the value people place on stay-at-home moms. Oh, yeah. So with my husband, hubby, if we go to his work functions, I get so much anxiety because I, in my head, go... When the conversations all, when they're all these up and coming young yuppies, or even the older women that are older than I am, and they're like, they have like significant roles at his company, and we're in social circles. I dread if someone goes, "What do you do? What do you do?" Or, or it's almost like they know, and so then I'm not talked to or asked questions about anything, and I find myself shriveling up yeah. and I hate that. Oh, I definitely feel that. But it's this it like, don't ask me because then what? Yeah. Like, oh, or yeah. it's just, how are the kids? But then it's as if people don't think right. we are, have intelligence right. or that we have like, anything else right. to contribute. But it also is my own, like I right. have to own it and be like, Chrissy, you do have right. stuff to offer. Yeah. But it is it's legit hard. hard. Oh, it's real. And I've only. And it's this downplay of like, ugh, I don't know. It just. I've only, like, I've definitely felt all of that. I feel better at, like, I'm okay and gotten much better, like, when I'm out with Hubby at his events because they know our family. They know, many of them know our story. Um, so that makes that a little bit easier. And some of them, some of the wives, um, are 
were stay-at-home moms or at some point were so they under you know so there's right. an understanding there but I absolutely I used to hate that question growing up because it was like it was a judgment it wasn't it didn't seem like like yeah. I don't ask I don't nobody asks a working mom or a working person what do you do all day right right no that's never asked no so why are you asking me yeah what I do and why Yes. Why does it matter if I literally sit at home in front of the TV all day or if I'm running around with my head cut right. off doing whatever right. it is I'm doing? Like, yeah. And again, that goes to societals. Yeah. That, yeah. And again, like you said, this whole, we want, you know, shame on you that you're working and not staying at home. And yeah. then shame on you that yeah. you're staying at home so, and, and not working. working. Like, As if there's a value because of a paycheck or not a paycheck right. or whatever. Or that you're not getting paid. Right. Like, we're doing just as much right. to contribute to society. Right. We're raising kids and doing whatever right. we need to. And, yeah. So, but, yeah. So, one of the things um, that I highlighted, because I, I feel like it, with the whole sense of self and identity and not having. So, someone said, I don't need a career to define who I am. Yet I want my life to have the definition and structure a career gives. Right. And I, that really spoke to me. Right. Still say, it all goes back to, you, your stay-at-home moms aren't given value. So then you're led to feel, no matter how strong you are and how happy you are in your choice, that you don't, you're, you know, you don't have a purpose because you're just a state, like, just yeah, a stay just home. a stay-at-home mom. Just a stay-at-home Yeah, home. yeah, yeah. And then this quote said, I stand behind my choice to be at home with my kids 100%, yeah. but I still find myself justifying, yes. apologizing, and qualifying oh, when asked, right. what do you do? Like, and not even, like, if someone literally doesn't know you and they're like, what do you yeah. do? I instantly go, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, and I, in my yeah. mind, I'm like, and oh, and this was another thing I wanted um how quick we are to justify staying at home, but right. we go to the identity we were before. Because yes. I find myself, I, yeah. oh yeah, I'll be like, well, I, I was, was a teacher. Yeah, I was a I'm, I, or I say, which I still identify yeah. myself as a teacher. Yeah, I'm a preschool teacher. Oh, where do you work? And I'll be like, oh well, I'm not working right now. Yeah, I've done that as a if, billion times. As if just owning and saying, I'm a stay at home mom. Oh, I stay at home right now, and yeah. and like. Yeah. We feel the need to right. apologize, justify, quantify, right. qualify what, that, that we, we are a stay-at-home stay at home mom. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. All the time. I've gotten better to ever be able to say, but yeah. I just find that so upsetting and sad. It is sad. And, and part of it's me, yeah. my own insecurity and self-worth with it and making peace. But it's because of, of the judgment and right. societal stigma. are already so judged anyways and then you're judged because you're not doing something quote meaningful and bringing home money doing it right like like but we have suddenly because we chose to be stay-at-home mom we've lost our iq we don't have intelligence we don't have natural talents we don't have ambition we don't we don't have hobbies yeah (laughs) suck it here comes trouble all right, let's go to um, the big question. What do you do all day and what will you do next? Because we've kind of touched upon yeah. that, you know, we do get messages about what do you do yeah. all day? 
and um, feeling this sense of having to like quantify yeah. and, and justify and say, well, I do this, this, and this. Yeah. And that we, you know. I, but again, like you said, I would never go. Yeah, you would never say even, that. Even if I'm asking somebody, how's your job? I don't go, so what, what do you do? You do? Like, tell me all day. And what do you do at noon? realistic. What do you do at two? When people are asking a mom, a stay-at-home mom, I, yeah. what do you do all day? It's not a, oh, tell me no, about your day. No, it's not interest. It's what the hell do you it's do judgment. all day? I hate that question with yeah. passion. I'm going to smack the next person that would ever say that to me. Thankfully, I'm around people now that don't say that. But I used to get that. Yeah. And, you yeah. Know, what do you do all day? You only have one? She's in school. Right. What do you do? Yeah. What do you what do? What I do is I shoot people that <laughs> ask me stupid ass what questions. Do you do? It's a terrible question. Who can This is the problem. People give a shit way too much about what other people do. What does it matter what I do? Yeah. What does me whatever I choose to do while I'm home or if I'm working, how does that affect your life? Right. The answer, it doesn't. I feel it's as offensive. And and some people may be like, whoa, that's a little overdramatic. But I do feel that question to a mom that says I'm a stay-at-home mom. Right. Of why or what do you do all day or in anything right. in that is as offensive as asking a couple how they got pregnant. Are you crazy? Like, would you really? Because you... Like, I, oh. you know, like when people found out we were having twins, oh, what well, was it natural? Who yeah. are you to ask? Do you know what I mean? Like, ask so like anybody. When you don't ask people kids? how they got or yeah. if they're going to have a baby or how yeah. they got their baby. Right. So why, why do you have to ask me, why right. am I home? Right. Why is it your business? Right. It's not. It's literally and nobody's why business. Why do you care? Do you really care what I do? Because right. if you want to sit down and I will literally right. spend an hour right. telling you about the shit that right. I do all day. Right. Or, or what the day, I don't do. Yeah. Or the day that, yeah, I sit yeah. and do nothing all day because I binge fucking I watch Netflix yeah. for four hours because, because I, I could. Can. So fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> but really. That's, and do you want to come join? Like, I, who cares? Who cares? How is but this again, affecting I your life? I feel like the people that are asking that in judgment are asking it because there's envy. Let's be real. Yes. Those kind of questions are asked, whether they're ever going to admit it or not, is because they wish the grass, you know, the grass is always greener. So they think your life is yes. so easy and they want to know and they want to make you, it's like any, it's like any type of bullying or talking down to someone. You're trying to make someone else feel bad to make yourself feel better. Yeah. So when you sit there and go, what do you do? So stop being bullies. Don't ask a stay at home mom. Yeah. What do you do? All Unless day? you're going to ask. Yourself or anybody else or a work at Instead, mom. ask her how she's doing. Yeah. And does she need anything? Yeah. Because I feel like yeah. well, the whole sitting at home anything. eating bonbons yeah. is the image, oh, yeah. right? Mmm, yummy. Anyway. Yeah, I hate Well, that okay, and so we're going to reframe very gently okay. because people in our own family... So, people in our own family have this, this thought process, and I understand it, I think, <laughs> but like, 
I don't think it's just family. I think it's people out there too. Like the whole, what are you going to do next? Yes. Because Kimmy and I are both master educated women and we've made choices to put that very expensive education and the hard work and the big salary off to the side and now we are stay-at-home yeah. moms. But we still get the questions <laughs> from our own parents. Yes. Like, what? when are you going back? Yeah. What are you gonna do next? And so there's this, college. again, right. So I hate that question too, because yeah. again, it's nobody's damn ass business what I'm doing next, right. except for my business and my hubby's business and not even his as long as it's not affecting us right. but because we are who we are it's the two of us together but it's like yeah. again if I want to continue to stay home and do nothing and that works for hubby and I right. fuck you and your judgmental ass <laughs> opinions about that we're gonna have lots of beeps in our podcast today because again how does me going back to work full-time, going right. back to work part-time or not working at all affect any of the rest of you. Is it because then when someone asks you, how, what's your daughter's doing now? You can't say, I'm like, I don't have some prestigious thing. I'm right. not that great SLP <clears throat> anymore. I'm not the college athlete that was winning NCAA time. Blah, 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 blah. Right. I know people aren't listening to this. Some people. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's but, okay. like, It doesn't matter. If I'm happy and I'm right. good with it's my happiness, business, then life is, too, I mean, if I've learned anything after getting cancer, life is too damn short. Right. So I'm going to do what makes me happy as long as it still allows for my family of three to function the way we're functioning. Preach it, sister! So I'm good, and my daughter's good, and my hubby's good, screw all the rest of you. Yeah. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> I agree. Um, I t- Yeah. You know, like seriously, people, what, don't... I don't get some... I think I'm not at a place yet. I will. Oh. And the boys, if I'm still not working, you know... And the boys, I'll, I'll get it. Well, and I, I, this is a different topic, but I got um, in that same family when I went from classroom teacher to oh, preschool teacher. Yes. There was yeah. a lot of questions of yeah. when are you going back into the classroom? Which is, brings me to our last and final, like the crossroads. So yeah. genuinely, not yeah. bullshitters asking right. us, right, what right, do right, we right, do right. next? Yeah. Um, it's this, it's the conflict of yeah. women like you and I right. that are in our near 50s right. getting to, I'm still far away, but we're going to use it for the sure, sake of sure. conversation, getting to that empty right. nest, huh. have had a career in the past. Yeah. And it's the crossroads of how. So like one of the things in one of the articles that I found was, and it applies to yours and my jobs. We're both in the education field in different capacities, but nonetheless. And so for me, like I get a lot of times, are you going to go back into the classroom? And for many different reasons, I am not. Most of it's by choice. But there is a part of it that's like, our industry and education moves so quickly oh. 
that being out for 10 plus yeah. years. That's speech language pathology. It's exacting. Well, and you're in a medical yeah. profession. I'm speech pathology. Medical, yeah. It's like, I'm, no. Right. Who's going to take me? Right. That's, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is a, this is a big, I found in reading, it's like, yeah. that's a big thing oh. for women stay-at-home moms. Yeah. Going back to work in the field that, that they, they wanted, were, yeah. it's like we were stuck on hold, but the industry, but the moved. your career right. moved, the workforce moved, right. your skill set. What do you put on your resume? Right. No one values in the employment. Right. I stayed, stayed home. home for, yeah, I stayed well, home did for you do anything years. for your professional development? When was I going to get that done? Right. So, like, it is a genuine, yeah. like... You can't just Problem. jump it's right a back conflict. into your yeah. right. Nor it's like, like you what, said, I don't. I don't want to go back. Right. I I loved being a speech language pathologist. I loved working with the kids. Right. But the system now, the way that IEPs are, and the way that that all the crap that if I could just work with the kitty poos, I'd right. Love that. But there's yeah. so much other shit that you can't. So and because I've been out of it for 16 plus years. Right. And we, as we talked about, I mean. The field of speech language pathology is huge anyways in all of the different disorders. It is rapidly changing. I would be so far behind. So I don't want to go back to that. Right. I don't know what I want to do now. I know I want to do something. I just haven't figured out what that is. But I don't like feeling pressured by the outside world to tell right. me I have to do something. Well, and do you ever find, so failure to meet, like... I'm not kind of all over the place, but same thing. Like, I think, well, I could do preschool again, right. but I've also been like, oh, I really want to do this non-for-profit that I talked yeah. to you about. Right. Oh, I really want to try this. So then I fear that, like, I can't put out to anybody, this is what I'm going to try next. Right. Because then if it's a flop, right. I'm like, oh, like, shit, there's yeah. one more thing that, or, you know, because I've gone with like, oh, well, I'm going to write my books. I'm right. going to start... Well, if I put it out there that now I'm writing, then it's like, oh, how's your book coming? Right. How, and and I'm going not... to hear that for five years yeah. and then be like, oh, I, I right. gave it a rest. So yeah. I feel like there's women like us, we have to find what our, like right. we're in this season of now what? Right. I got to find out something that's going to stimulate me right. and make me excited and that I can put right. my, my gifts into and, but yet... You don't want to put it out there yet because you, you yeah because the, then there's like the oh of, the judgment oh oh that didn't work yeah or so it's, or I mean I have or that's things. not good enough yes yeah because I put like why I would, would you choose that content. when you had all this I would be very content to be working at a preschool as a teacher aide when I'm done I w- I'd love to work with kids again I don't want huge yeah. response like I would be perfectly fine with that and that's yeah. what it should be yes. about yes. I'm 50 plus years old that's by the time that happens. I should be able to damn well do it. Again, if I can afford it, I should be able to damn well right. do it. And don't tell me that that's not an important job because then you're just diminishing every teacher aid position. If you sit there and tell me that that's not good enough because I have a master's degree. So what? Right. So what? Why, oh, why, oh, why? Oh. I'm just going to end with some of the things... Um, this article was about why should women embrace being stay-at-home moms and like how to own it. Like this woman said, I have to decide it. I need to stop feeling guilty and inadequate when faced with the question of, you know, right. what are you going to do next year? What are you going to do when they go back to school? Um, 
just what are you gonna do? I'm gonna recognize how fortunate I am that I have this opportunity. I'm gonna own it. So I think yeah. owning it is important. I have to work on that. Yeah. Um, so this lady says, here are five reasons I'm gonna continue to be a stay-at-home mom even after all my kids are in school, yeah. which is yeah. you. Yeah, and exactly. God willing, I don't even, I, for me, I honestly don't know. Cause right. like, I think we're like, I'm, I get bored easily. Yeah. So, but anyway, number one, because I can't Right. like bluntly stated, but the truth, um, own it because you can yeah. to be available for yes. the odd school holidays, the teacher Institute days, winter and spring break, summer breaks. Yes. I'll be home. I will be, you know, the truth is that the kids are only at school about 180 days of the year and we will never have to scramble when someone gets sick, yeah. which is some of the things that she yeah. says she sees her working mom right. struggling with. Um, number three, to lighten the burden on my husband. And I actually really find that this is what I use genuinely, right. but I, ha I remind myself right. when I'm having those days is to be like... If I so she says it may seem like having a spouse not working would create more of a burden, but for her, the loss of income, whatever, she says I can lighten some of his burden at home so that when he comes home, he can be able to be home, relax, right. be a present dad, be a right. present husband. Because he's not having to do all the other stuff like, that you'd have to split. And I will yeah. say, like. I started mowing the lawn, and yeah. people know. I can tell you Why right is it now. Why do no women mow the lawn? I don't or know. Shovel this. I rarely see the, snow. the snowblower or the lawn, and I love. I'm gonna say it. I'm putting it out there. I love mowing the lawn. Yeah. I never did it before I started, right. but now for me, it's my workout. I love the idea. This is totally random that we're talking about mowing, but like for me, I love starting something and finishing right. it and see the and. I mow the lawn better than anyone in my household. And even hubby will say, you do that. such yeah. a better job. Because I have my OCD right. and meticulous. I'm like, right. oh, no, no, no. Anyway, but like, but I feel things, good yeah. that I'm like, I mowed the lawn. I'm doing the groceries. I'm going to yeah. pay the bills for you. Yeah. I'm going to go to Costco. I'm going to clean our bathrooms so that you don't have to. By the way, people listening, my husband does clean. And yes. he does clean the right. bathroom. But I am doing it so that when he's home at night, Right. And on He's Saturdays, and your we can have family time. Yeah. We can go to baseball games and not feel like there's a shitload of it's stuff to, to do. do at home. Right. So, like, I'm mowing the lawn, so he just... Why Why wouldn't I mow the lawn? I know. Like, I never liked it. When I'm out there why shoveling... Why is that a man's fucking job? I, I, I hate that. Like, people like, you shovel? I'm like... Um, yeah. I'm quite now, I only capable. don't shovel because of my back. Yeah. But I snow blow. Like... Right. And so, even in my group of friends, like, the guys will be like, Oh, honey, you should... To their wives. Yeah. And I'm like... Well, don't make, A, don't make them, make feel, them feel bad. bad. But, but I'm like, why would why I not shovel so my husband can get into the driveway when he gets home and then he doesn't have to spend It's so it's weird. So like, stupid. that is the misogynist society we live in. But anyway, number four, to be better. I know, you have to go. Yeah, that's right. Much that's of what I plan to do the next year is what I've done all along. I hope to do it better now. Better meal planning, yeah. shopping for better savings, better time management. So, like, that yeah, is also like something that I'm going to chart and be like, I'm staying home to make myself a better woman, to yeah. make myself a better mom. I actually just started researching doing volunteer work. Maybe yeah. the animal shelter, um, maybe at our home, homeless shelter. I'm like, you know what? I can become a better person yeah. in this time that I've been given right. doing our podcast. Like, right. we are having a... I wouldn't have been able to do a podcast. Right. If we were... Right. Like, and... 
I don't care if people don't find value in the fact that we're doing right. a podcast. Because but we, we have the time and the luxury, and it it's ma- it, can, and it makes us, us happy. A sense so of purpose. So I love that. Like, I do too. I like that. I like that one. A lot. Because, and then because, like you said, life, life is, is short. So short. She says, "I can do chores and errands during the weekend, but why? Like, do it now when I'm home. The value, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Amen, so, man. So stay at home, mamas. We got your back. Yes. Find your people that you can have mom conversations with about it because it it can be isolating. We we recognize that you can. There's legitimate depression in it. Um, anxiety in it." If you can find another person, if it's not your husband, and truth be told, I mean, not everybody has a supportive husband, but find your people that, um, and if you're hanging around friends that work um, and don't acknowledge you, get into a stay-at-home mom group that can empathize with you and get you, because I will say that's, you know, I don't want to piggyback too much, but that's another thing. And let's just say that we are not fashionable. Of course not. Which is the whole point of this. All of my friends work. Right. And I value that. Our sisters work. It just comes down to there should be no judgment. A woman should be able to choose what she wants to do for her life that works best for her. And she feels supported. Whether you choose to work or to invest in Both are relevant choices. Again, it's the value of women supporting women. Yes. It does not matter what your fellow sister or woman is doing or why she's doing it. If it does not impact you, then just be happy for her, whatever she's doing. If she's working, if she's staying home, if, you know, like, yeah, women yeah. should support women. Amen, Stay home, So, what was your high today? That we got back to get doing this today. I know I missed you last week. I did too. The mental health crazy. days are important. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was yeah. It was good. We actually had a great time last. Well, I'm gonna say we great. did. Right. It was. It was. It was a needed bonding. Yeah. It was, it was bonding. Much needed. But no. So it was just be good to to yeah do this. We apologize if our um, vocals are not good today. We had to use yeah. the phone because techni- the universe, is the universe never right supports our podcast. So, so screw the universe. Screw then. the universe. Um, I don't have a low. I don't really. This was good. I feel like we touched upon everything we I wanted did. to touch upon. Yeah, we good. dropped the f bomb a lot. That's okay. Maybe you know that what? was my high. How many times the oh, f bomb came out? We were hitting it hard. Care. Hitting yeah. it hard with the f bomb. It's real, man. This is, is real life, baby. Real life, real talk. All That's right. It. So that is all. That's it. Go be a good stay-at-home mom. I'm going to go eat my bonbons. Me too. All right. Love you. Love you too. Yeah, we had some fun and now we're done. Goodbye, goodbye. We had some fun and now we're done. Goodbye to everyone. Bye, everyone.